0: Welcome to the podcast and the church said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith Gadsden. I am a Christ follower and a licensed professional counselor specializing in the integration of the Christian faith in counseling and in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and for churches, so we help the many members of the body, as well as the body as a whole, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. I would like to take time to thank everyone for listening to this podcast and to those of you who have subscribed and shared. I am so very appreciative of your support and your encouragement. So continue to send in those written reviews and to rate us with five stars to share the podcast, and to subscribe. It is so, so appreciated and so encouraging. So tonight we are doing a midweek service to the church. And I'm just really taking a moment to kind of catch you guys up with myself and to catch up you all also. So let me say that again. I'm really trying to catch up with myself. Yeah, really, that's what I'm trying to do. But I'm trying to also catch you all up as I catch myself up. So, I had announced a few weeks ago about some new initiatives that we were um, launching. And so, here we are. wanted to catch you up about some of those. So, the bulletin is going to soon be ready to go. You can go to the, my website at um, www.Dr. Monique Smith Gatson. That's all one word DR. Monique. Smith Gadson, that's G A D S O N, dot com, and sign up to receive the bulletin. So for now, I'm thinking I'm going to send it out probably twice a month. Um, It's a new venture, so of course, we're just going to figure it out as we go. I won't inundate you guys with anything unnecessary, but I just do want to send out a bulletin just to um, keep you informed about what's going to be happening in terms of the podcast and blogging and some events that we will be hosting, as well as just information and resources um, that you can have at your disposal. Okay, so please go and subscribe to that bulletin so that you can receive that. Um, please continue to pray for our endeavors as I'm going to get ready to kind of list some things that we are being led to offer, um, pray for our endeavors. And if you so desire to bless our work financially, you can send your love offerings to our cash app, um, at the church said, and also via PayPal at, um, at the church said, so either PayPal or cash app and the church said all one word. Okay. So our sessions are underway. Yay, yay, yay. And our first offerings this month for the month of October, we will have um, on October the 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern until eight. We're going to have our session for couples who are considering engagement. So you've heard me talk quite a few times on our before dates and deposits. This is a program that was birthed from my dissertation research. So we're going to have our first sessions um, with that on October 13th. And you can go to my website and register for all of these events, okay, that I'm going to um, mention to you today. But I just kind of wanted to just share some things with you. October the 15th at eight o'clock we're going to have a session for college students and that's just going to be a discussion where we're going to talk about finding ourselves you know so many times when you're in college and when we're kind of in that early 20s um late teens we're in this on this journey this quest to try to find ourselves and so we're going to have a discussion among college students um just chit-chatting about that I've taught um adjunct um for a couple of years now, so I've had the opportunity to be among college students, and somehow, doesn't matter the subject that we are teaching and talking about, that comes up about trying to find ourselves, figuring out who we are at this stage of life. So, yeah, we're just going to have a sit-down discussion about that on October the 19th um, from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a special session. So it's going to be for pastors and their families. It's just an opportunity for me to just um, intimately pour into you and, and speak to you and give you and your families an opportunity to just spend some time together and um, to discuss some things um, just kind of intimately and to talk about your mental and emotional and spiritual well-being. You know, it's clergy appreciation month and I'll talk about that a little bit Um, later on in this particular episode. But just want to take that as an opportunity to show some love to the clergy. As you guys know, I've been a part of a pastoral family for um, most of my life. Until my dad left to be with the Lord in 2018. So that's just a special group to my heart. On October the 30th, I will be um, hosting my first workshop and it is going to be on journaling, okay? So that's going to be on October October the thirtieth from nine until um, twelve o'clock p.m. And that's a workshop, so you can register for that and. In- see, um, all the other pertinent information surrounding that, but I do hope that you will come. Journaling is such a big thing for me. It's one of my favorite hobbies, but not only, um, as a hobby, but it's, it's a means of therapeutic and spiritual benefit for me. And therefore I have prescribed it for my clients throughout the years, for those who are willing, of course, I'm not forcing it Forcing it upon people because sometimes journaling is not their thing. We have to figure out what their thing is. But for many, journaling has so many positive benefits. So I'm going to do a workshop on journaling and talk to you about those things. And I'm hopeful that you will join me there and um, we'll learn more about journaling and we'll learn more about the benefits of journaling. And we're going to actually um, go into some uh, facilitated times of journaling, you know, but I'm going to prompt you all to journal on some specific um, points. So yeah, if you want to join us there, come on over to the website again and register for that. That should be great. I'm hoping it's going to be real fun and real beneficial for you. So again, all those times are going to be Eastern. Go to the website and Register for those things. And um, marriage, of course, is dear to my heart as a marriage and family therapist. Like, hey, okay, for real, yeah. It's a real deal to my heart. But there are gonna be two events that's gonna be going on this month that I know about, one that I'm supporting and one that I'm presenting um, a- as a part of. So I won't be offering a marriage session this particular month, but I sure will next month. But wanted to just make you aware that the virtual Weekend for Love marriage retreat will be happening on October the 23rd through the 25th. So you can go to their website at www.weekendforlove.com to register. Okay, that's weekendforlove.com to register for a Weekend for Love. It's a marriage retreat. It is hosted by Dr. Alderwan Tart and his wife, Mecca Tart and they do all things well. So they have a passion for marriages. Dr. Tart is a psychologist, so he has worked with numerous marriages over time. It's going to be a lovely, lovely time. I'm so excited about it. So consider um, this retreat and go register. I know you're going to be blessed. And if you can't make that particular weekend, the weekend before that, October the 16th through the 18th, um, there's going to be another marriage conference that will be taking place. It's UCB year 1000. And Dr. Harold Arnold is the um, visionary for that particular conference. He and his wife, Dahlia Arnold, they will be facilitating and hosting that particular conference. Um, You can go to www.prayformarriage.com and register for that particular conference. So these are great Christian couples. They have a heart and a passion and a ministry for marriages. So it's going to be plenty that's going to be going on in the month of October to enrich and minister to marriages. So why don't you guys check out one of those two events or both? And be a part of that and support their efforts to uh, minister to marriages. Okay. One more thought I want to say about the before dates and deposits session that's going to be held on October the 13th. You know, Christmas is right around the corner, right? And this is so scary to have to even say, but it's so true. (laughs) It's like it's October. Like next week is like mid-October. And I'm like, didn't it just get here? But anyway, (laughs) it's October. Christmas is soon to come, but usually um, during the Christmas season, a lot of people begin to start thinking about it. Maybe I'll propose during Christmas, you know, family might be around. We don't know how that's going to look this year with COVID, but you know, Hey, however, everybody is trying to figure that out and, and work that out. Nonetheless, um, people are still getting married. <laughs> people are still proposing. So, um, If you are considering proposing (laughs) to your fiance during the Christmas season, so I ask you to consider to propose, to prepare, to propose. Okay. I've talked about that. I think I've done a YouTube video somewhere on that, but before you invest purchasing the ring and doing all the other things, you know, the engagement photo shoots and all of that, I ask you to pause and to consider the proposal being, let's prepare to propose, okay? Let's do that. some time already said and we'll talk about more during this session to give this time to investing in your relationship before you invest in the on the in the date or the date with those you know save the date cards and everything and before you put down those deposits on the venues the apparel you know the honeymoon whatever I say Christmas is coming up. The proposal maybe that you can offer, propose to prepare, meaning come and do some relationship preparation, some marriage preparation, some premarital work, and then you should feel, I pray, more confident in your proposal at that point. All right, we'll talk about that a whole lot more on October the 13th. I've done a whole episode, podcast episode on that. I think it's episode number 10. If you wanna check that out and listen to it a little bit more in detail. But I just thought I'd just drop that while I've got y'all right here, okay? All right, moving on. Please take care of yourselves during this time. There's been a lot going on, y'all, like a lot that is going on. And the closer we get to election day, you know, the more things are, are getting stirred up. And there are just so many happenings that are taking place is dizzying and it is just distressing um, at some times and it's just a lot. It is just a lot. So I ask you to just be sure that you're taking care of your emotional and your mental well-being during this time. Um, just set some boundaries. You know, there are sometimes I just don't listen to the news. I just don't. I won't. Um, or listen to it maybe once, <laughs> you know, just set boundaries, just because we're in this age where we can constantly get information. And it is this kind of drive to be the first to know a thing or the first to report a thing. Trust me, you're going to find out about it at some point. You, you really will. So um, if you need to withdraw from hearing things, turn off notifications. Like, I mean, I, I, I can turn off all social media notifications. And more times than not, that's my norm. I usually have no notifications on because I don't like the constant you know, distractions throughout the day. But whatever it looks like for you to set boundaries, set your boundaries, okay? You don't have to read every single social media post that gets your blood boiling and you know gets you upset and like, man, here we go again. And why don't people understand? Just don't do that to yourself. You know, that's what I had to start asking myself and asking people that are around me, like, what is it about us that we are um, we are inflicting this pain and anxiety upon ourselves? Hmm? Conditioned a bit, we think? Yeah, no, 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 we resist. We resist through emotional expression. We resist by saying we will take care of our mental and emotional well-being. And um, we just don't have to inundate ourselves with this day in and day out and all points in between. We just don't have to do that. Okay, express your emotions. Make sure that you express your emotions. And I've talked about this many times too. It's not healthy for us to keep those emotions suppressed. And on the inside of us, where they're probably causing some internal damages and those things are, you know, creating its own havoc and manifesting itself in different ways. So express your emotions in healthy and appropriate ways, but please do so. Um, exercise. Engage in your hobbies. Create spaces for leisure leisure and joy um, and connections with other people, you know, of course, with their appropriate COVID safeguards in place. Um, there's just so much going on. So... Um, yeah, just try to guard your hearts and your minds. That, that, that's the bottom line. Guard your heart and guard your mind. And keep keep that. Keep that mind stayed on him, right? And he says that he would give us that peace that passes all understanding. Okay, so in the month of October, we also recognize, I've already mentioned that we recognize this Closure Appreciation Month. Um And it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It is also Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So all of these initiatives are very important and dear to our hearts. There are many others out there who champion these causes. So if we don't speak on those things specifically here, it doesn't mean that we don't hold these issues dear. It just means that somebody else is holding down that corner while we're being led to hold down this corner during this particular season. And for us, um, we are focusing on clergy appreciation and specifically we are focusing on how to appreciate and minister to the whole leader. All right. So we are considering their um, emotional, mental, physical and spiritual well-being and we're considering how to serve them as they serve us. So please stay tuned to the podcast throughout this month to hear conversations that are going to be focusing on our clergy and how we can best appreciate and minister to them, um, not only just during this time, but just throughout the, the year as well. Let's not wait to, you know, a certain day and a certain month to say, hey, hey we appreciate you. We should be doing that um, all along the year, okay? And lastly, I just want to mention that I have been led by the Spirit, I think I've mentioned this before, to include this segment on um, worship. I had invited Pastor Kelly Brownlee to come in and talk to us about worship, um, to teach us about worship, and just to help us to understand why God has given us given us the gift of worship. So each month, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be spotlighting some worship leader or pastor or songs or spoken word artist and Y'all didn't know that I was like a play play spoken word artist in my mind, did you? You you didn't know that, right? Let me let me just let me just share a little something with you, right? you i on one right here. Let's put a pen in what I'm talking about. Um got a little piece here called "This time. It's time to stand straight up and tall. At some point, you have to figure how to give it your all. Time to stop looking down, hoping not to be seen. Time to realize people will wonder where you have been. Time to give voice to that which I have given you. Time to stop hiding, minimizing time to thine own self be true. So here I stand, scared and nervous and perplexed. It's time to open my mouth to express what has been buried in the depths, the furthest point south. I close my eyes. I whisper a prayer. Spirit, I summon. Then I inhale. Slowly I breathe out. Open my eyes expressions from my heart I proceed to tell yeah just a little song I had written some time ago a little song song so yeah so in my mind I'm a spoken word artist All right. but point is that's a form of worship that is a form when I write lyrics when I write poetry when I write um, just prose that is a way that I um, I worship I express, I lament, I anguish, I celebrate. I'm joyful through spoken words. So yeah, thank you for um, just indulging me in that. But I wanted to just be able to highlight the various ways that we worship, the various ways that God has given us to utter expressions. I'm so grateful that... um, god has given us this as a he has given us lament as a form of worship because during this time it's been so (sighs) difficult that i in a moment of transparency may i be honest and just say if it if it were not for the ability to to lament i just i just really don't know where i would be um because for me it's not trying to force a thing you all know i talk so so often about Sometimes we have to sit in the oppression and figure out like what God has for us, like Joseph had to in that pit. He just wasn't getting out of that pit. He just was not going to get out of that pit. And sometimes we are not going to get out of the pit. And so while we're here, we have to ask God, like, what is he doing during this time? And so, and I've already done a podcast on this, but I so often think about the children of Israel. During that time um, in Exodus 3, I think it is, and it talks about how the, um, the, the children of Israel were crying out and, and they were groaning to God because of their difficult labor. And the scripture teaches us that God heard their groaning. And it said that God remembered his covenant with Abraham, God saw the Israelites, and God knew. And then this next verse was real interesting, and it said, meanwhile, (laughs) so kind of like, while all this is going on, all of this groaning is happening. Meanwhile, Moses is having this walk, and he has this encounter with this burning bush, and then Moses, is, Moses finally recognizes that it's the voice of God, and God is speaking to him. And he told Moses, You know, I have observed the misery of my people in Egypt, and I have heard them crying out because of their oppressors. I know about their sufferings, and I have come down to rescue them from the power of Egyptians and bring them from that land to a good and spacious land. I am sending you to Pharaoh so that you may lead my people the Israelites, out of Egypt. So I'm so convinced that if we don't groan, God won't hear the cries of our oppression. I'm grateful that God gives us many passages in the scriptures that express lament, and we get to pray those words right back to God, and the scripture tells us that his word does not return unto him void, but it accomplishes what it is sent out to do. Isn't that just comforting to know? So sometimes my worship is my lament. Because I have to believe that God hears, God remembers, God sees, and God knows. And worship is what is keeping my heart and my mind. It is fostering my emotional and my mental well-being and not to mention my spiritual formation. I have made many emotional bids to God and sometimes I'm disappointed at how God chooses to respond. (laughs) Again, I'm just being honest. Maybe, you know, some of y'all are at some spiritual point way far beyond where I am right about now. But I'm disappointed by sometimes how he chooses to respond. And so I'm so grateful that he has invited me to worship. And to worship through lament when it is appropriate. Yeah. God is doing something with our groanings. And I, for one, will sit and groan until I feel that he has released me from that posture, Because I trust that if I groan long enough, he is hearing me. He is seeing me. He is remembering me. And he knows me. And on the other flip side of that, I just want to say to someone, uh, have you had an encounter with God? Has he asked you to do a thing? Has he asked you to rise up and to do a thing that could be the very vehicle that he is going to use to bring someone out of captivity. Yeah, even during these crazy times of unrest and this time of this pandemic, has he called you? Has he had an encounter with you? And what has been so convicting to me is if I'm tarrying or ignoring or having a conversation with God as Moses did, like I'm, I'm just not adequate enough to do this thing. Am I prolonging someone's time in suffering and oppression? That's pretty... Um, Sobering when I think about it. So continue to groan. And continue to listen. Because God hears. God sees. God remembers. God knows. And then God is speaking. So I pray that we have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. I think I have you all caught up with me now. I think I'm caught up with myself. Thank you all so much for listening. You heard my call, catching you up with things, talking about worship, talking about lamenting and trusting that God hears our groans what will be your response? And the church said,